Crews will soon begin work to raise Dubuque Street and the Park Road Bridge. We will uh, you know, try our hardest to keep uh, the disruption to a minimum. Find out how this project will protect one of Iowa City's busiest roads from future flooding. I've lived here for 30 years. I love this place. I know what a really fine city it is. Iowa City has a new mayor. We go one-on-one -on -one with Mayor Jim Throgmorton as he tells us about his priorities for the city during his term. for joining us for this month's episode of Iowa City in Focus. Construction will begin this spring on a project that will help protect one of Iowa City's busiest roads from future flooding. Crews will begin work on Iowa City's Gateway Project. It will lift Dubuque Street by 10 feet while also raising and rebuilding the Park Road Bridge. Flooding has been an ongoing issue along Dubuque Street. In 1993, floodwaters covered the road for 54 days. Water blocked the road for a month in 2008, and in the last few years, flooding yet again forced the street to close. As City Channel 4's Joel Bowers explains, city staff members say this project will help keep traffic flowing when the Iowa River rises. About 25,000 vehicles drive Dubuque Street every day. Flooding has forced the road to close several times. After the flood of 2008, you know, the, there was a lot of concern with uh, having the main arterial into Iowa City being closed. And so uh, we looked at the idea of, of raising the roadway uh, and also looking at replacing the bridge. As planning got underway in 2010, floodwaters closed the road again and again. It became important again after 2013 and 2014. You saw Dubuque Street close two more times. City engineers say lifting the bridge will help protect nearby neighborhoods from rising waters, while raising the road will keep cars moving, even if the river swells. It will also allow for us to keep Dubuque Street open longer. Um, you know, we're going to the 100 plus one event, you know, so it's, it's not the 2008 event, um, but, but it will allow us to keep uh, traffic flowing and also allow the Corps of Engineers to maybe start releasing water a little sooner out of the reservoir and not have an impact on our transportation system. Construction will begin this spring and continue through much of 2018. Unavoidably, drivers will be impacted. However, workers will do their best to keep one lane open in each direction and keep drivers informed throughout construction. We're going to be proactive with social media to let people know when lanes are shifting or traffic patterns are changing. The project will cost $52 million. But when you consider damage caused by flooding in 2008 and beyond, city leaders are confident it's worth the cost, especially with the Iowa River repeatedly rising. We are seeing events at the reservoir that we have never seen before. And, and whether it's the possibility of it overtopping the spillway or it's just uh, the, those, those quirky events that come up, um, I think that this is a project that's necessary. Uh, and it's one that is definitely going to serve our community for a long time. In Iowa City, Joel Bowers, City Channel 4. Thanks, Joel. City officials stress that these changes will not alter the current look and feel as you enter Iowa City. Funding for the project will come from local option sales tax, the federal government, and general obligation bonds. You may have noticed new black and gold banners hanging in Iowa City. They are part of a campaign by the University of Iowa called Dare to Discover. The banners feature more than 40 UI faculty members and are an opportunity to learn how their work is impacting our community and beyond. 
not often that they get highlighted in the popular consciousness. And so seeing your face and your work visible to people who walk by, that's a pretty rare experience for most people. And so we wanted to create that sense of, not only am I proud of what I do, but other people are proud of what I do. Visit dare.research.uiowa.edu to learn more about each person spotlighted. The banners will remain through February. Iowa City is recycling a new item. The Eastside Recycling Center is now accepting corks. Cork is actually a very limited resource. The city is working with a company that makes products with recycled cork. The organization that we're working with, ReCork, makes them into funky things like yoga blocks and other stuff. So people can check out their website, it's recork.org. You can only drop off real cork. Imitation corks made from other materials like plastics and foams will not be accepted. ReCork pays for the cost of shipping, meaning the city doesn't pay to participate in this program. The Iowa City Animal Care and Adoption Center is reminding people to keep their pets safe throughout the colder months. Experts say it's important to remember if you're cold, your pets are cold too. They say the cold temperatures can in some cases be deadly. The worst sign of hypothermia is when they stop shivering and they're cold. If you can't even shiver anymore, you're on the verge of dying. So you need to get in somewhere to a veterinarian and, and be seen and get warmed back up again. Best advice for keeping your animals safe from the cold is to not leave them outside for very long. And sometimes that means shortening up the fun time outside. You know, you bundle up and you think you're all covered, but your little dog coat and booties on your dog isn't quite enough. So keep the walks a little bit shorter. Um, and maybe instead of, you know, one walk a day, do a short walk in the morning and a short walk in the evening. And um, so keep the period of time that they're outside shorter. Officials with the Animal Center are reminding people to reach out with questions or if they are in need of resources to help care for their pets. The Iowa City Parks and Recreation Department said farewell to a loyal employee who worked for the city for nearly 50 years. Erla Stockman retired as a senior maintenance worker after 46 years. Stockman says he enjoyed interacting with members of the community. It just, you know, makes you happy. You're out working on something, they'll come by and just talk to you. And Well, we sure appreciate that. You know, that's a big thing, just, just being told that they like it. You know, it just makes you feel good. You can watch a longer version of our interview with Stockman where he talked more in depth about the changes he's seen in Iowa City over his decades of service. You can watch that segment right here on City Channel 4. Iowa City has a new mayor. Voters elected Jim Throgmorton to a second term as a city council member last November. We spoke with Mayor Throgmorton and talked about how he became mayor and what he's most excited about in this new role. I'm here today with Iowa City's new mayor, Jim Throgmorton. The Iowa City City Council elected him mayor in January, replacing former mayor Matt Hayek. Mayor Throgmorton, thank you so much for joining us My today. My pleasure, Katie. It's a real, real treat to be here. Thank you so much. Our first question for you, how did you decide being mayor was something you wanted to pursue? Sure. You know, I really did not seek election as mayor. What I sought was re-election as a city council member. So. It wasn't on my agenda, my personal agenda to become the mayor of our city. But the election results were such that the seven members of the current council had to choose which of their members would be elected the mayor. And they, they chose me. Uh, very honored by that. Uh, and frankly, I think I'm very well prepared to do it, uh, given my background, my experience, etc. But I didn't seek to be mayor. So it's a new thing for me. Very good. So what are your priorities for the city in this new role? Sure. Well, I can tell you my personal priorities and then spin off of that. My personal priority is, was uh, expressed during the campaign for re-election. 
when I said that I want to build on what's already great about Iowa City. I've lived here for 30 years. I love this place. I know what a really fine city it is. But I want to build on what's already great about Iowa City and lead it toward becoming a city that's good on the ground for all of its residents, both now and in the future. Because I know there are lots of residents who feel alienated, disconnected, not served well by, by uh, city processes and so on. So I, I want to um, work on that. But I'm only one member of the city council. There are seven members. So what's important is the collective judgment of the seven members of the council. Last night we had a fascinating uh, follow-up discussion about our new strategic plan in the room next door. And that, it went on for about three hours. We had a great discussion. I couldn't have been more pleased with the way each of the city council members responded and contributed ideas to our new strategic plan. So my short-term ambition is to make sure we develop a really excellent strategic plan that provides guidance to the staff for the next two years. All right. So what excites you most about this new position for you? Well, you, your words express it precisely. It's a new position. I mean, I'm 71 years old. I've been around. I've had lots of jobs, including being a company commander in a tank battalion. So I've done a lot. But I've never been mayor. I've been on the city council for a little over six years, two different moments back in the, in the 90s and currently. And I've observed many, many mayors do their work. I've learned a lot from watching the mayors, benefited from that, but I've never done it, right? So the first week, uh, which I've, I've just completed, uh, has been a great learning experience for me. You know, I had a phone conversation with Governor Branstad a few days ago, uh, talked with um, Mayor Ron Corbett from Cedar Rapids in this room just a few days ago, and uh, have had lots of conversations with lots of people about things that need to be done and, you know, things keep emerging as challenges, so we deal with the challenges as they come along. So, it's exciting simply doing the job, learning better how to do it well, and serving the people of Iowa City the best I can. Awesome. Well, it sounds like it'll be an exciting term to come. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we wish you the very best in your new position. You bet. Thank you, Katie. It's great to be here. Throgmorton is a retired University of Iowa Emeritus Professor He's lived in Iowa City since 1986. People gathered to celebrate the shortest day of the year during a party hosted by Parks and Rec. The Winter Solstice Festival of Light happened at the Robert A. Lee Rec Center and featured crafts, snacks, and music. Much of the event focused on teaching children about solstice traditions throughout the world. The event concluded with a ceremonial lighting. You can see more from the festival in our community highlight series right here on City Channel 4. Next time on Iowa City in Focus, a major construction project will soon start in the heart of downtown Iowa City, impacting Washington Street. We'll talk to city staff about the work you'll see and why it needs to happen now. And tell us what you'd like to see featured in future shows. Email us story suggestions to info at citychannel4.com or reach us on Facebook by liking the City of Iowa City government page. Thanks for joining us and keeping Iowa City in Focus. We'll see you next time.